0: hello everyone welcome back to the third episode of they be like that podcast uh today we got something pretty topical uh with it being november and all we are talking about men's health So, happy Movember, everyone. Uh, I hope everyone's going to start growing some godly beards and mustaches and whatnot. Uh, Anyone have any plans for Movember? Anyone doing anything? Rafi, are you doing it with me? Uh, Yeah, so, uh,
1: yeah, today I uh, trim my beard and my mustache. Starting crush.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Pertig, are you doing it?
2: I I will. I don't think I'm going to trim, though. I don't think I'm going to trim at all. I think I'm just going to keep it the way it is. Um, I'm going to have a start in uh finish picture okay uh if you guys want since we have that instagram now we could do a start and finish picture
0: okay in four weeks that's an
3: interesting idea
0: right yeah yeah we we can can do that something like that
3: so my question is because i'll be honest i've never been like a big no shave november type of person and i almost forgot november existed till you brought it up so like how does it exactly work is it literally just uh like just let your beard slash mustache grow out or grow out just i know uh Nikif, you specifically shaved or trimmed everything down but your mustache and also you have quite the quite the strong stash going on for all oh of our my. audio listeners <laughs> 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 um, i mean they don't see it we got we uh, gotta describe in 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 yeah, complete
0: detail i'm rocking the stash right now with the trimmed down beard um generally what pe- most people really do A lot of people like to start fresh, so they go cleanly shaven on November 1st and uh, literally just don't shave for the entire month. The reason why the mustache became such a big thing is because a lot of people or a lot of men who do, do it end up growing a mustache a lot faster than everything else. So the whole mustache thing actually came back. I was actually looking at this earlier. So originally, Movember started out as a trend, as a way to actually bring mustaches back in style. And then it kind of turned into this whole, uh, I guess, not movement, but, like, I guess tradition of uh, not shaving in November to raise awareness for men's health in terms of both physical and mental with prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and uh, uh, men's suicide uh, prevention. So that's the general consensus of what November really is. And I've known question. about it since high school.
2: Real quick question.
0: Yeah.
2: Are we doing the drapes
3: and the carpet?
0: Oh, that's on you. <laughs> that is oh. oh, okay.
3: Oh, okay. on you. I'm um, just gonna say this. I don't think anyone wants to check any carpets. I'm, I'm good check, with I'm that.
2: I'm not gonna go around checking carpets. Uh, so I, let's uh, maybe I not...
1: Do I don't Why think that bring you up correctly? for carpets. I
2: know.
1: <laughs> Bro, Do you wanna know?
2: I do wanna know. Well, how am I supposed to do it correctly in order to honor... Um the the tradition
3: you can you know it can be like religion where it's unique to you yeah. right every yeah. it's very individualistic so you can do what you feel is right
0: bro if you hella that if okay. you want to do it that's all you man i'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna talk I mean, about I, the drapes I, here I, I I don't know. i'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna so, like, talk like, about okay. the okay. yeah, carpet on a
3: hard pivot yes. hard because i'm sure we're gonna be talking about some hard hitting slash serious conversation topics in a moment but you mentioned that Movember is a good way to bring mustaches back into style and whatnot, right? Yeah, that was the original tension. So, like, attention. just as, like, a gauge-the-room type of question, what kind of mustaches are, like, ideal here, right? Like, just to mean? just to throw an answer out, I've always been... I've always found it incredibly entertaining of that sort of, like, 1950s, your mustache is really long and twirled at the end, you I mean, know, handlebars. you got the little curl going. Handlebars. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not handlebars, because handlebars are sort of, like, down the mustache and then down your your the edges of your mouth. Yeah, right? like I mean the teardrop yeah. looking things.
0: I mean those are the handlebar mustaches kind of. that look like like bicycle handlebars. I know exactly what you're talking about. And oh, I, ta- but I'm I about also that know that about the curl. curl. I'm talking
3: about the old curls I do that know you about see the curl that the guy with the monocle and a big old top hat. Yeah, the
0: curl. I've always wanted to try it, and I like the thing is I've never let my mustache grow out to the point where I could try it. Um, but the general consensus I've got from everyone who I've, like, been like, hey, I'm gonna try to grow out the curly mustache is, no, you idiot, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a hipster vibe, but I don't have It the... is a
3: very hipster vibe, yeah. right? I mean, hipsters already get a lot of flack for beards. Yeah. But, like, if someone sees you with that mustache, like, you know, no one everyone says don't judge a book by its cover, but <laughs> snap judgments will be made about you, right? Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't think see that's the you fault. With the very curly mustache.
0: Either you I either think... you're stylish as yeah. hell or you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't think there's a middle ground. Like, there. Specifically
2: torture. mustaches were ruined by pedophiles. Uh I feel
0: like every time
2: well, you look at those weird a mustaches, take. you think pedophile.
0: pedophile. No? Nope. Um wait, like the curly mustaches? I don't think so. Not at all. Okay. Are you saying mustaches what? in
3: general? Like, are you saying like that sort of quote unquote the stereotypical the curl like one, the just not interior, the curl, no. mustache on top of like the li- hair on your lip type of I thing? I'm like, literally
0: gonna send you a link of what handlebar mustaches are. Like, I'm saying
3: we're five minutes into this podcast and Pratika said two wild what things the already. Hell?
0: Bro, a <laughs> this is not ha-
3: me on the
2: regular. I want to make it very clear. I am actually a really nice person. Yeah, uh,
3: you, you know,
1: that, not That's yourself. up for debate at the moment. All
3: right, so I'm gonna go pivot back to my original pivot it uh Ruffy, any input on Russians. an ideal Hannibal. sort of mustache i
1: don't know like uh honestly if i get like a, a slick tip like the one of those uh, handlebar moustaches where you like curl his, like the sides it looks stupid so you know just a regular old mustache that uh you know it's just on your face not, I mean, like, just a sort of, know. like,
3: very plain, just, like, a nice trim. Just a
1: regular mustache, you know, connects to your beard and all that. Nothing, like, crazy.
3: Oh, wait, connects to your beard would be, like, more like a goatee, then, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I kind
1: of want a goatee. goatee.
0: Oh. I go- yeah. Goatees are always, I, I feel, a good, a I feel like, look. I feel like goatees, at, like, goatees as, is, is a certain look. I feel like goatees it is, it is. on, like, bald, buff dudes, I think it works. I think that's, that's, the, that's the, the vibe men. isn't
3: it right like yep. I, i've always had the logic of once you start to lose your hair like on top of your head yeah then you just you know grow out the hair at the bottom of your head right well, once you start losing your hair hair you start growing out your beard yep. and it sort of balances out
0: But well, speaking of men's health a lot of baldness is actually due to a very high testosterone level um which also helps you grow out your beard so that's why a lot of bald men Generally, can grow out their beard a lot easier, or have thicker, luscious beards. So it works. I did not know that. Like it's, it's I like a, it's, a, it's, it's like a catch twenty. Yeah, I guess it's a catch twenty two. Oh, it's like a. Like I'm sure line. there's
3: exceptions to that, but that no, makes sense as like a. No, as like a thing that.
0: Happens. Like I don't. I've never really researched baldness. This is literally off of random youtube videos or articles that i just read about baldness (coughs) is it's like most bald people at least if they when they get medically tested it's usually because of a very like not a very high but a high testosterone level like a natural testosterone right right right, right. um and because of that you grow your beard a lot easier or your mustache or your facial hair or whatever right Uh, so that's 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 why like the bald with the beard look is first of all stable and second of all kind of natural
3: right I mean uh, baldness is one of those things that always comes it it can be a touchy subject for a lot of people.
0: Is anyone right? afraid like, of being getting bald? Is anyone afraid? Oh,
3: I I'm, I'm speaking right now. I will I'm, I'm shoot my hand up in the air immediately. Is your dad bald? Right. My dad, he uh yes and no. I'll just say yes because his head has gotten incredibly shiny in the last couple years, right? But like he's had a receding hairline for a very long time. Now, for him I think it's a slightly like extended circumstances type of thing because uh, most of his brothers have hair, but he had he took some medicine when he first came to the country that apparently knocked out most of his hair. At least that's what my mother told me. <laughs> um, but the thing I'm getting at is like baldness is something that when I was little, you know, children are insensitive and say dumb things without speaking. Of course, right? I'd make fun of my dad for not having hair and being like, <laughs> "Look at my six-year-old six-year-old head of hair! It's so luscious and shit." Right. <laughs> being you know a little shit six-year-old you know my dad's laughing it off but i also didn't realize till later i was probably an asshole about that like i (laughs) I feel bad about that because like you know nobody likes to be made fun of for their insecurities and like hair is definitely a thing that no matter what age you lose it at it's a rough thing Um, to go through but especially so when you're like you know when it's premature right for my dad he was in his like uh 30s when it started when he started losing his hair but like we know some some of us know people who start losing their hairs and start losing their hair in their 20s right and that's it's just a rough process to go through but hey if you can go through on the other side and be bald and rock your face just as a bald head great for, great for you all power to you
0: yeah i think a lot of it is confidence uh I, baldness really doesn't run with the genetics that i at least feel like i mean not even feel like that i know i have because of the way i look um and because of like all the genetics like all of my features uh men on my dad's side have never really gone bald at least in my immediate like family like my grandfather uh had a full head of hair but he went like they went white early like my dad went white or like started to go white in his like mid 50s no, no no my dad is in his mid in his mid 40s he started to go white um, but honestly, a salt and pepper look is not the worst thing in the world. Like That's a I'm cool down look. For it.
3: That's a you know desirable look pepper. to some people. Yeah, it's yeah, not I can, bad.
0: yeah, I can. I feel like I could do a salt salt and pepper. But I I've never had the fear of losing my hair. So maybe I'm like a little biased. So like I've never had the worry of like going bald because first of all like because of the genetics and second of all I feel like I take care of my hair. But yeah. ah, there's that hair is such a big part of I don't know like your own. It's, it's part men, of your. Least.
3: It's like, it's part of what you present when you meet someone for the first time, right? It's part of your first impression. It's what you present to the outside world,
0: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think for a lot of, I mean, with with the topic that we have, like, I think with guys, a lot of guys really care about their hair, you know, the haircuts. Uh, uh Some people maintain it or like, you know, try to uh, try to make it like put in product and stuff like that. I think just it's just a part of our identity. Like at this point, I think everyone, at least most of us here, we, we care about what, how, what haircut you get. We care about if it's it still up there and we, we care about its health. Like, I think that's, you know, men, a lot of times we get a lot of flag for being dirty. <laughs> I don't think that I think the hair sometimes is an exception.
3: I think it's definitely one of those things where it's like, you know, nobody <laughs> wants to be the quote unquote dirty person, but there's a separate you know, no matter you know people, you can say like, "Oh, this person is pretty. This person's ugly." But like, you can always appreciate like someone taking care of themselves.
0: Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, um. Do we finish that conversation about mustaches? I don't. I don't. Do we? You know, I hard pivoted off of critique and then hard pivoted again. So <laughs> yeah, we, we may
3: have gotten sidetracked.
0: Yeah. We... If
2: this podcast ends up failing, it's because of me specifically for this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> <have to> blame <laughs> you. I blame you already. Um. But my opinion on mustache is more just, like, if you, if you can rock it, bro, I think so much of, like any look uh, is just confidence. Like, it's so much of it is just sheer confidence. And if you can pull it off, it's because, I don't know, you, you like, you have the, I don't know, the balls to try, I guess, right? right. Like, if someone has, like, an interesting cut or some, some interesting style, like, that's dope. Like, that's straight-up dope in my eyes. That's why right, I'm like, right. I feel like I've, I've always been open to trying, like, different styles and different ideas. Like, I was actually really considering a, a perm in during college. I was straight-up considering a perm. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> like I'll, I'll be hair. honest.
3: I'm ignorant about that. Can you explain, like, a perm to me? Like, yes. I get it for—I kind of get it for girls, but even that, like, I don't fully understand. Um, like, is it the same thing, or, like— what would what what a perm for men look like?
0: Uh, I mean, just Google, like, a guy with a perm. But the thing is, essentially what it is, is it gives you the look of having curly hair when you don't have curly hair. Perm is, like, have you ever seen, like, the rolls? Oh. Have you seen, like, like when oh. women have rolls in their hair and they have, like, a hairdryer oh. on top of it at, like, hairdressers? Yes. That's, oh. from what I know, that's a perm.
3: You look perm. like every, bit, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm generalizing here for a second, right? But you'd look like that sort of, like, that, that British fuckboy with yeah, the yeah. stud in one earring type <laughs> yeah, of look yeah, yeah, yeah. with, like, you know, the, the undercut and all that sort of stuff and Bro, a fade going on inside. I mean, the thing
0: is, it's, it's just the style. Like, I was like, man, I could try it. Like, I could I could really just try it. Like, it gives to you, like, the, the... spaghetti hair.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the, the two British fuckboys watching, I have nothing against you. We're <laughs> <laughs> not big enough to have... Any British, yeah, don't worry so about you know, it, maybe two, maybe one, you know, <laughs> on a lucky day, three of you guys, yo, you guys are really <laughs> chipping in. <sighs>
0: uh, but uh, I, I, like you know, just exploring different styles. I feel like it's such a, I mean, if you have the, if you, if you have the, uh, the idea for it, like, give it a shot. Hair, in, in at least, you know, if you can grow it back, hair generally grows back, or you know, your style yeah. can always change. You can always buy a shirt or or a jacket that's different and just either never wear it again or return it right like it's always uh the attempt of trying like i was talking to um one of our friends recently where he w- he was telling me he's like yo you like i i wear a lot of denim right i love my denim jacket right we uh and the only reason like he was like oh it really suits you i was like and he's like oh i don't think it would suit me i was like the only reason it really suits me is because i wear it so much is right. because it just became like i put it on i liked it and i just constantly wore it or at least i like i wore it often and eventually, I guess certain people just saw me as like, oh, Nikib can rock denim. And I'm like, okay, well, that's just because I liked it. That's all it is. That's straight up all it's been.
2: Okay. To an extension, so you could this...
3: even... Oh, I'm so sorry. You go.
2: Okay, so with this theme that you were uh, ta- talking about, how if you are confident enough, then you could rock anything, right? Yeah. I think, so. I think that works to an extent. because yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, For Post Malone, when he was first getting big, when he was like a little bit chubby and he looked... Dirty. I think there was a meme going around that some girl hugged him and then threw threw up because he smelled so bad, right? He but like Post Malone, I think we can all agree is is like a very confident looking guy. He's very happy all the time. He never looks uncomfortable in a room. But everyone believes that because you know he looks kind of dirty. I don't think he could rock. I don't think he was rocking it back then.
0: No, I I mean yeah, yeah, like like, yeah, that that's like the uh, asterisk around it. Like you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to all of a sudden go around wearing bright ass colors and like if if I if I like it I'm going to yeah, I'm going yeah. to keep wearing it but uh it's all comes down to your own personal judgment of how far you can really go. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that could style.
3: go back to what what we were saying before about like, you know, it doesn't matter how you look. If you take care of yourself, you can sort of put forth that persona of like, you know, you're confident and you know like you're comfortable with yourself. But also I guess in the example you're giving like He's confident, but if he also doesn't take care of himself, that's also kind of just yeah. that's kinda gross. I don't like this is a this is a meat thing. If you smell bad, oh, no, no, I no, don't want to be new. <laughs> <the laughs> oh, no, smelling even, bad is always was the worst. Like, like the chief knows this oh, for God. sure. There's a lot of people in my life who know this for sure where I'm just like, if I if your very presence is like an affront to the people around you, right? Just your presence in my radius is a problem. It's like I gotta see myself out as
0: quickly as possible. I have an anecdote for this, but Patek, you're gonna say something.
3: I don't think I was.
0: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, either no, he wasn't, or he did, and he backed out. Okay. Both of those are probably okay right now.
0: So this, is, I feel like we could talk about this for a little bit. Um, we come from, we're all uh Bengali. We come from, you know, this like uh, you know, there's a stereotype about South Asians or brown people about how we smell like curry and shit like that. Um, how often have you guys experienced what Tamid said? Like, when someone's in your presence and you just can't stand it because of, like, how they smell? How often does yesterday, it happen? Yesterday, bro. Fucking right. yesterday. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, <Andrew laughs> was really quiet right up until right now. I just, go ahead. Tell us about your okay. smelly friend. So,
3: no, it
2: wasn't my soul. It, it wasn't a friend. It was my dad. He was oh, cooking, like, oh, mulah oh. or something. It's, like, a really smelly vegetable. Like, I swear to God, it smells, smells like actual ass. Right? He was cutting that shit up and i smelled it from the bedroom right and that's like fucking seven turns away uh, and and i like leave thinking damn like someone farted in this house and it like you know spread everywhere I t- it turns out he was just cooking it was before it was before he cooked it too like and it stained his clothes it stained my clothes in the 30 seconds that i was out there
3: Jeez. is it do you remember what like fruit or vegetable it was it was mula i don't know what that is in english is that jackfruit mula. was it like really spiky no it wasn't jackfruit is katal
1: Oh, never mind. I it think that's radish.
0: Is,
3: is, is, it, like, is w- jackfruit white, the really smelly fruit that white. I'm thinking of? Or am I yeah, yeah jackfruit,
0: jackfruit's pretty smelly. It's our national fruit, apparently. <laughs>
3: well, that doesn't help our case, does yeah, it? It doesn't it, help yeah, to no. say radish. It's a radish.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a radish. We're also okay. known
2: for having like a lot of uh, uh smelly foods.
0: I mean, we do, we do. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I spoke about this on the last podcast, uh, but my mom is... Smell is really one of my mom's like biggest... like. Uh, I guess fears about like us as a family. It's like I'm literally like if she's cooking, the doors are closed. They might as well be locked, right? Like the all the doors in the house are closed and all the windows are open and the back door is open. Um, if I if I'm literally like like, say if I like came home and my mom's cooking, she'll look at me and she'll be like, "Why the hell are you in your jacket? Go change right now before you even talk to me." So (laughs) it's a very big thing in certain households. But I've had close relatives. Where I go to, like, their house and, like, and it's unbearable. Where it's just, it's not even, like, curry. It's just PO. And, like, they're my close relatives, kind of, sort of. But I can't say anything. And I'll tell my mom and my mom will be like, yeah, I know. And and it's just, <laughs> and it's like, I just don't want to ever go back. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, I've never experienced with, like, people in, like, like, school, like, after middle school. Obviously, in middle school, like, everyone's, like... The body's changing we talked about that right like the body's changing yeah, yeah, yeah. like people had be yeah. um but after like high school or like in high school or like even uh like in high school i'd say in high school is when like honestly outside of like post gym it i never really experienced it like nowadays if i go out and i hang people out with learn my, to deal with it yeah like if i hang out with generally anyone that's in our generation of like brown people first generation uh Bengalis, i don't really experience it as much anymore
3: perfectly fair and it's like it's really unfortunate because i i unfortunately have a uh like my my extended family is pretty sizable i think a a lot of people's can be pretty sizable right and Nikif, i think you said you have like a ton of aunts and uncles right
0: yeah i do
3: um but like i have this one family on my mom's side you know everyone on my mom's side you know well groomed Make sure that when they cook, everything's, like, the doors are all closed, windows are all open, everything's ventilated. My mom is definitely a huge stickler for that because, like, you know, nobody wants your jacket to smell like, uh, uh, to smell like Elizabeth. brown, like, like curry it or shaki really or whatever it is that's being cooked. Oh, side note, my mom won't cook, like, like, there's one, there's a difference between aromatic foods and, like, just really, really strong, like, scents that never go away, right? Never leave your furniture. So she doesn't touch those. But... There's one family on my mom's side that, for some reason, always smell terrible. What like like what
0: like smell like what?
3: Like it's like a mix of like we know their mom doesn't care about closing doors when they cook, right? And we know they'll keep like the closets or whatever open while they're cooking, so their clothes are just absorbing all the scents that are being cooked, right? We know that's a thing, but like it's a mix of that kind of scent that already is pretty unpleasant plus just like general bo type of smell and it just mixes together into this incredibly unpleasant like presence when they come over or when you have to hang out with them right and it's like the mom and the dad clearly understand how to be clean and how to smell you know presentable but for some, they have two kids, right? One being like three years younger than me and another being <clears throat> five years younger than me. They smell terrible. Like when I was little, they would come over. I, you know, I would give my cousins like a controller just to play some video games and kill time because, you know, what else are you going to do with little cousins? And he would sit on my bed and play. When he left, the spot he was sitting in smelled like him for like what? the next few days until I was just like, I'm just going to pull my blanket in the hamper and get that washed. Right, like it got to a point where when our family, when there was a big wedding in our family, everyone on our side was like, "Someone should tell them not to sit next to the in-laws, so that the in-laws don't think we're all just a bunch of people, like a big smelly family. It's just them, not all of us." It was just smelly like smelly
1: family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, it
3: genuinely it was like it was the first time like we everyone like knows it, right? Everyone acknowledges it. No one wants to talk about. it. No one wants to tell the family like. Yo, your kids smell terrible, right? Like, how, how do you tell that to your, to your uh, aunt and uncle, right? Maybe my, yeah. my aunts and uncle or my parents could say something, but, like, yeah, everyone's a little too sensitive, unfortunately. Well, I'd tell like, my sibling.
0: Right? If it was my sibling, I'd tell them.
3: Right, exactly. If it was my, my, like, yeah, if my mom went to do it, sure. But, like, you know, the siblings don't want to tell that family. Yeah, right? That's so sad. They just don't want to. <laughs> and because they don't want to, because they're avoiding the topic, we're all there at our in-laws' house, and all of the in-laws are there, and it's the first time I saw my cousins and my aunts and uncles. all just be like, <laughs> "Please get them away from those, those like the, that side of the family, so they don't judge <laughs> the entire, you know, all of us this as like a dirty dude. family. We're all very clean. Please, dear God, get them away from this
0: them." is the most brown fucking thing that you could possibly dude, say. Brown you know? people are super judgmental. Okay,
3: like, no, but it's not I just mean, the, the bo
0: it's, stuff is—it's—it's it's, yeah. a lot of it is um what's the word it's cultural um,
2: it's like people over there don't
0: really use it like I mean, that i use well, like and the thing family. is it's 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 more um not, not, not the word is not acceptable but you're numb to it you know when mm. you're surrounded by it like say if your entire family just smells a certain way like for example like you know the idea of like uh, this is like we'll get into this later but like you know um like if you have a, like a shirt of your significant others or like your hoodie like someone has your hoodie and the, uh, like it, it smells like them right right yeah you don't yeah. smell your own scent, do you? Like, Right, no, no. Unless you, you, you never bleed, like, you smell your own pheromones. Right, like, I don't smell. Like, I mean, I know, like, yo, bro, I feel like shit. I'm going to go take a shower. Right, but the thing is, like, when I'm normal, I don't feel like I have a smell, you know? Right. But everyone has, like, their own scent. Well, you're
3: still giving off a scent at all yeah. times.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it, it's that idea, but sometimes it's just a little stronger, you know? <laughs> and and uh, it, it can happen. And the thing is, that the best thing you can do is that, like, especially when you're in a culture where what you smell like really means it could mean like the best for you or the worst for you like think about it. it's like you know when i get commented on like oh you smell good that makes me feel better than like hey nikib you look good today like I, I don't know flex, right? <laughs> like, but flex. the things i don't wear a lot of uh cologne or anything like that and i don't actually many of the time because like, i don't wear cologne i don't get that a lot so when i do and someone tells me oh nikib you smell good i'll be like jam thank you <laughs>
3: No, you were saying before that like but like everyone has their own way of dealing with it, right? And it's like that's interesting because I when I go out, I almost always like, you know, one quick spritz of cologne and then I'm out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times for me at least it like it's it doesn't last, or at least maybe it's just the cologne I have, it doesn't like really work that much. But um we I think I think we should move on to the topic of the Oh yeah, yeah, this week. is Yeah, we we talked about it. Yeah. It's been 20 25 minutes. Um Okay, so this week we're going to really be talking about some deep stuff. Like we're going to be talking about men's health. Uh specifically uh, mental health for us at least and a little bit of physical health. Um and it's it's the we're going we're going to talk about the idea of how I don't know how to put this. It's your own uh fuck. Fuck. What am I trying to say? Are we
3: talking about the sort of like how like taking care of yourself part or is this
0: the taking care of your own mentality, taking care of your own mental health, trying to be like some somewhat uh, understanding of who you are and what you kind of really need and what a lot of men really are sometimes, you know, like not getting or like lacking. Um, okay. Besides the point, let's just jump right into it with the first thing. Uh, I I so guys, I swapped over the topics. Uh, topic two, I want to get into this uh, into this question. Uh, how do I feel like a person? So this was a Reddit thread. This was someone asked this on Ask Men, and I thought it was interesting, and I thought we could talk about this. How do I mm-hmm. feel like a person, and not just the sum of my career and utility while dating? I feel like a lot of men, uh, generally, like what's the first questions that you're asked? on a date or, you know, meeting someone is, Hey, what do you do? What do you do? And that's like, generally like it's, you could say that's, that's an American thing. Like that could be an American thing because of how culturally uh, we are focused on work. Uh, but it is also, um, pretty factual, right? Like it's, it, it is like, Oh, like when I'm unemployed, <laughs> I don't, I really didn't, I was like, Oh yeah. So I got out of school and I'm looking for a job. I don't really do anything yeah. right now. <laughs> Uh, So, what do you guys think about this? And then I'll share my thoughts.
3: That one's a really interesting one. Oh, do you want to go? No, you got it to (laughs) me. (laughs) No. No, the thing, I don't, like, the issue with a question like this, right, not issue per se, but, like, there's never, like, a quote-unquote right answer here, right? So, we're all just going to be spitballing ideas. But I think the biggest thing is, like, it's, it's, like, it's both a part of, like, how you feel how you see yourself and also how you think others see you right and what I mean by that is like if you see yourself as you know just as an example like just got out of school don't have a job I'm just figuring things out versus just got out of school don't have a job I'm being a deadbeat right that's two people in the same set of circumstances but seeing themselves very differently. And that in turn could change how they think others see them, right? As like, do they think in the first person might think like, oh, well, I'm figuring things out and this person will just, you know, either be along to help (laughs) me figure things out, like be along for the ride. Or whereas the second person might see it as like, I don't know what's going on. I feel like a deadbeat. I feel like a failure to the people around me. Like does that does that make sense? I no I agree with you.
0: Pratik, did you yeah. want to say something or uh, and and Rafi?
2: Uh no no no, uh, I was going to say something. Um I was going to say my take but to could finish
3: finishes. He did. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean my my big thing is sort of just like a lot of this is like it's not usually just like he, It's not just here's my biodata of like here's my job, here's where I went to school, here's how much I make, and here's what's going on in my life, right? But it's also like what you think of yourself.
0: Yeah, a lot is of people. heavily
3: depending on what you feel like others see you as.
0: Yeah, a lot of people define themselves uh, with their job, and well, I want I want to get into that in a bit, but uh, Prat-
2: Well, I mean, I feel like your entire life, you're kind of working towards your job. You know, with school. With uh with with um the side things that we're doing now the side courses that uh, that we're taking to uh improve our resumes I feel like it just makes sense to define yourself with your job since that's going to be what you're doing for the majority of your life right and your in, in your career mm-hmm. um I think to counteract that to feel like a person rather than just a cog um you would have to find while dating oh fuck. I feel like if you take the wild dating out, you you would um you would fill that uh you would fill the rest of your time with friends, family, uh, and relationships, right? And yeah. and relationships and, ho- and and hobbies. But while dating, I feel like the only person, the only way to do it is maybe find hobbies and like make sure that you're happy with whatever way you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I do agree. feel like uh, <laughs> I, I do feel like my worth right now is a career and um and utility.
0: Yeah, understandable. Yeah. yeah, Ruffy. Okay, so uh
1: I guess as you guys know, like uh, my parents did have me meet like two girls to uh, get married, right? <laughs> um, so like it did sort of just feel like they're sort of just checking off boxes for like my, my worth as a person. As I, I think, like my parents and it was also, like the people that I met. Um, it was just a, a little weird, I guess, because like it seemed like you know. It, seems, it just seems weird that like my worth is just like, oh, I have a job, you know, I have like a beard, I'm Muslim Bengali. Like all those stuff are just all checked out for me. And that that's really it. And that's what they're giving everyone, right? Like they had me like make like a bio data and stuff for it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it makes sense. Like sure, like in case of like my situation, which is like my parents immediately want me to like, you know, get a job and like look for someone to get married to. It makes sense for me to be like more stable and like have like all those checkboxes checked off before moving on to like the next step in my life so i don't know just
0: i I actually like you know i have uh two things uh that i really want to talk about so uh, the one that relates to what rafi is saying is um i i was going to say like hey like you know speaking in our culture right when when arranged marriages happen it is purely based on compatibility Right or like uh, you're checking off boxes to make the best couple possible, without the the non-tangibles, right? It is job, it is religion, it is height, it is weight, it is all the check boxes, and the thing is, if you're compatible, like you know, the way our parents see it is like if you're compatible with all the boxes being checked, uh, you know, pe- speaking purely from a guy's perspective, everything else should fall in place if that makes sense. And I mean, the so thing you- is.
3: Sorry, yeah. I just want to understand. So you're saying compatible in every way that isn't like that literally isn't... getting to know someone, like <laughs> yeah, like up. compatible in like this person's bio data, like like the, the, the tangibles facts are the of compatibility. that yeah, the, the other person's life. The
0: tangibles are the compatibility. That's what I'm saying. Like the okay. tangibles are the compatibility, and everything that is intangible that you really find out after you get to know someone, it, is expected to fall in place. Uh, because of culture. And now we, we have a different perspective on this, uh, because we're like, you know, born and raised in the States, um, or, you know, raised in the States for for half of us. Um, it is, it's the idea that when you're seeing someone, the first thing that I, like, you know, most of us kind of really look at is, yeah, is compatibility of the intangibles. Do I get along with this person? Do I... Uh, do we have fun? Is it is 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 that person nice to be around? Like easy to be around? Can I be myself? And then the compatibility comes because generally the most times you're seeing someone is when you're young before you have your life really uh, set. And I mean that's you, you know our perspective because we're early twenties. Most of us are early twenties, uh, yeah, yeah. and or just in our twenties, and that's all we have to go off of, right? So. <laughs> Like uh feeling like utility, I feel like this is very much a question that you, like a lot of people ask themselves after they get a job or I mean even in school is hey, what defines me is what school I went to, what job I have, how much money I make uh and with the whole thing about the job, it, I meant it was like an American culture thing is it, it's so work is such a big factor in American life of what you do it's really the definition of who you are in our culture uh of both. Bengali culture and American culture. And at least for me, I never want my job to be a major part of who I am. Like, I mean, yeah, it is what I do. I'm saying if I were to put in percentage, I would say my job should be fifty percent of who I am, right? And fifty percent is literally my personality, my relationships, my friends. Uh that's the other fifty percent. But and, and then I do understand the concept of being ambitious and, you know, making something of yourself. I just always have this mentality, at least recently I've had the mentality, I'm not going to die for a job that will replace me the week after. You know, no company is going to fucking mourn my death, you know? Uh, so for me at least, a big part of it is I would like to be seen as more than a utility.
3: makes a lot of sense. I think the biggest thing like I can agree with you on is like if you're proud of your job, like that's great, right? That It's great to be like, yeah, I'm I'm so-and-so positioned. This is what I do. But like, I definitely understand like the, the idea of like that should only be like half, I'll, even when you're saying percentage, going to be like you know, 40, 50%. Like, like that's part of who you are and the rest of it is like, you know, what are you like as a person? What do you do in your free time that isn't just working, right? Because like there's only so much time you can spend working until you just give yourself up as like I am a cog in the machine. Corporate will just use me, and then HR will spit me out once I'm done and I've been, you know, overused. You've been slash... rinsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But like, especially when it comes to like corporate jobs, or I mean, any any large companies, it's sometimes and of course this changes company to company. Some companies do a great job of you know employee retention because they treat their employees like human beings but unfortunately a huge part of a american corporate culture is sort of like this is your job you are being completely chewed up and spit out at one point and we're going to rinse you dry for everything you're worth
0: yeah and and like i had I had a second question to like like a second question to ask everyone else or at least uh, some like uh, an anecdote of myself i feel like when you know, you're defined by your career and your, like, and your utility as a question asked. You know, I I feel like I would doubt the person that I'm seeing. And whether that's a good thing or bad thing, that's up to, you know, you guys to decide or other people to decide, is how much do you legitimately like who I am and how much do you like me because I'm, like, let's say secured or uh I, there's a future because i have like a decent job like how much it is it because of my my job and what i have and how much is it uh of who i am and legitimately being uh like wanting to be with me if that makes sense so like what do, what do you guys think of that
3: that's an, that's a really interesting one because it's like for someone to sort of weigh it's like cost benefit of like who is this person versus. What is this person, right? Like, do I like who this person is? Who, who, like, who this person's personality is, what they're like, what they're into, versus like, all right, they got a job, they'll take care of me and whatnot, right? And things that extends to both genders, right? Because like, it can very much be like, all right, the wife or the husband are more successful than the other and be the the main sort of a uh, uh, breadwinner for the family.
0: Take it, Rafi?
1: Okay, so, um, I've, uh, so the funny thing, I've shared, like, with my parents before that were, like, you know, if I were to have, like, a wife, and my wife is, like, oh, she wants to work, or, like, you know, do something with her life, I'm okay with that, right? But my parents being, like, you know, classic, I guess, traditional brown parents are, like, no, your wife shouldn't work, she's gonna stay home and take care of the kids and stuff. And, I'm I, I don't know, it just sort of bothers me to, like, um, you know, there's always that like mentality within my household where it just seems like the guy always needs to do this and this and that, and the woman has to do this, <laughs> this and that, and there's like no sort of like mixing or like intertwining between those roles anymore. Yeah, at least the ground, roles. Ground,
3: so then, the are your parents set on like, like hypothetically, your wife, quote unquote, will stay at home and will take care of like whatever, like like the children or whatever stereotypical test like, uh, like the housewife is expected to take care of. I mean, you know, they would prefer that.
0: But, you know, like, that, that's I mean. expectations, but I don't think any parents will ever be able to control something like that. You know what nope. I'm saying? Like, I don't think, like, say, Rafi, like, you get married to the girl that you want to, that girl, like, if it's, if it's the girl that, you know, both of you guys, you know, you guys agreed to get married, I think whoever your wife is going to be is going to work. I think she's going to. I think she's going to want to be independent, at least from what you've told me. That's the type yeah. of person that you want. Yes. Your parents aren't going to come up to you and be like, "Oh, they could. They, they could come up to you and be like, hey, make sure she stays home. You're not going to go to your wife and be like, yo, my parents want you to stay home. She's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what do you say when your parents are like...
0: You you nod your head. I head, I
3: heard she's working. Why is she working, Ruffy? You
0: you nod your head but like she I understand, and then you do that's nothing.
3: That's pretty so Yeah, you understand. Like, right, it's is... like she's working because she wants to. Yeah, uh,
1: it's it's <laughs> Easy uh, person. She can make her own choices.
0: It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. Remember that. Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> that's actually a good mentality to have. Uh, Rafi, I mean Pratik? Um, I think
2: that. Huh, I don't know. I mean, I I think we've discussed about um I think we've we've discussed this, I like if either me or Wifey were 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 um, you know, making enough money and we wanted to support our kids more, maybe we would have to, right? Um I would be okay with staying home if she made more money and she felt happier at her job, then I I would be Hell willing yeah. to stay home. Yeah, no, yeah, I feel like that'd be more than plausible now because we know that we could, uh, you know, have side hustles or, like, smaller gigs and you would make, like, some kind of money while, you know, mostly focusing on the kids and, like, you know,
3: their upbringing. Um, so, like a, like, a working part-time from home thing while you're also, like, taking care of the kids and or, yeah, you know, being, like, a trophy husband type of thing?
2: Yeah, like, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> the, trophy husband. I was going to say husband. Uh, trophy husband. You know, husband. If she wants to call husband. Him husband. Trophy, I like husband. I'm okay with
3: that. I'm saying um, if you if you got the house clean, kids taken care of, and you got brownies for when she comes home, that's that's trophy husband right there. Oh, He's he in the
0: bathroom like, when she comes
3: home.
0: <laughs> He's definitely in a bathroom when she comes home with nothing underneath. Uh, also, I'm
3: not gonna lie, <laughs> I
2: kind
0: of forgot the initial question. Uh, the initial so, question is yeah. Like, do you feel how about you? Do you feel like uh, you 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 are more or like? How much do you think your career defines you? How about that?
2: Like in a relationship, right? I mean, you can
0: say while you're dating. I would say, you know, as as just you, just you. Uh, How do you, how much do you think your career means to you?
2: I think right now we live in a very uh, career oriented society, right? So I feel like it's probably 40% plus depending Uh, on the person.
0: You know, and now to, to, to bring this topic You know, back to, you know, talking about, like, men's health or, like, you know, at least men uh, and our own mentalities is we come from a culture where, you know, we are raised to, uh, at least in our households, like, men are raised to try and become the breadwinner at all times. Like, from very, I mean, like, it's an expectation. Like, that's, like, it's not, it's a hard truth uh where we yeah. are expected to go to school make an income make a decent income to support a family um and if we're talking about like career for men at least a lot of men are ambitious like very ambitious uh career wise you know i hate to say like that i'm not ambitious i guess I, my my biggest thing is what makes me happy isn't Big house it isn't anything like that, and you guys know this about me. The small things make me like chuckle and laugh like it's the dumb things that i take uh that i have happy uh, happiness from right like i I've always said like you know a white picket fence is my dream, and that's all I really ever wanted, and You're that's right. maybe that that's why, yes, my career like you know i I take pride in the fact that I'm an engineer, but I don't think it'll ever take priority over my family. I don't think it'll ever take priority over my relationships or my friends or anything like that. I don't think it ever will. And right. some women might find that unattractive and some may find that attractive and that's up to them, right? Uh right. That's right. just at the end of the day that's how I define myself. I I feel like I'm so much more than how much money I make. Um because the the money's just a number and if I ever wanted to, like I can everyone can like hustle. Like every you know, everyone can like everyone can work hard, you know what I'm saying? And hustle and make more money. Uh, and maybe I'm, that's just blanket, right? Like, I'm being very general here. Uh, I just never really wanted or needed a lot of money. You know, it might be expected of me, but I, for me at least, like, bro, you give me a one-bedroom apartment and I'm happy. (laughs) Like,
3: like, I, I guess to, to paraphrase a little bit, like, making enough that you're happy and content and sort of like, that's all you really need. But, like, like the excessive luxuries aren't, like, a thing that you're constantly trying to to climb for.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't need a, a high-end sports car. I don't need a big house. I don't need any are, of that. Are
3: you telling me you don't want the Lamborghini in the no. driveway I and, really like, the giant pool?
0: Pools your are parents are
3: going to be so disappointed in you.
1: <laughs> Pools <laughs> are mad work, bro. <laughs> Just rent it for a weekend. Rent the Lamborghini for a weekend. Yeah. There you go. There's your
0: there it is. <laughs> Just, you know, for one weekend, rent a Lambo, get... A, your boy, don't hire a photographer. Hire one of your friends who does photography and take a photo shoot. Boom, nice. bada bing. If you want to put the collab... If you want to get some collab, there you go.
3: You know, uh, I will say that, like, going off of what you said, like, I think it's, like, our culture does put a lot of, uh like, emphasis slash pressure on, like, men being the, the like, breadwinner, right?
0: like that. I don't but, think any and, of us like Yeah, that. no,
3: no. <laughs> I I have voiced many issues with that i'm definitely not a big fan of that but i feel like it goes further than just that right like it's one thing if you're just a breadwinner but you it's you're the quote-unquote head of the household
0: you are right? expected to be the patriarch
3: exactly exactly yes thank Terrible you that's, that's the perfect word for right that's you're literally you're the you're patriarch perfect. you're the one like you know quote-unquote running the family unilaterally making decisions that you believe is correct or you think are best whether you know better or not right And it's like that sort of mentality has always been something that I've never been a fan of, right? Like, like I'm very much a fan of like, hey, you're in a relationship, or especially so if you're in a family, like your decisions don't affect just you. Don't it doesn't impact just you, right? You very much have another half for with which you can figure things out, make decisions with, or especially uh, in you know today's society, at least I'd like to think, right? To also Earn that bread with you for which both of you can decide how to spend said bread, right like I'm all for like the hey, I get a fun fund and you get a fun fund, so we can go have fun with whatever we want for our money, but while at the same time having like responsible savings and costs and stuff like that down the line you, right? know, what the, but you it's know like
0: you know there's a there's a there's a contradiction in the idea of like hey, we gotta like your parents want you to make a lot of money, obviously because of the way they grew up and they want you to be successful, obviously. But the idea that you being the sole breadwinner kind of contradicts that idea of making the most amount of money possible. Because if you have two breadwinners, and both of you make money, then you have a lot of money. No, but see,
3: here's the thing. is What you're saying <laughs> is super right? It's like the you're literally <laughs> missing out on money by not having both parents go to work. But I think that's where the really old-fashioned, dumb, hit, like cultural mindsets come into play. Where it's oh, like, gonna say no, 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 no. <laughs> no hitler no, no. you say? okay Wait, what? i
0: heard hit like i heard like something hit and then i thought you were gonna say hit, like old-fashioned hitler i was like what's going on mad confused. So,
3: anyways. i apologize <laughs> but i think that's where the old-fashioned i think i was maybe about to say historical and then i backed uh, off from yes. that into cultural right because it's not historical yeah. but like that old -fashioned cultural mindset comes into play of no 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 woman equals home and children right and it's like that shit, that, that can go. That can see itself right out. That, right. That and thing die is, with our I'm generation. also not trying to uh, uh say this as like a, a you know, painting in a general brush because at the same time it's like everyone's families are different. Everyone's families are unfortunately in sort of different uh points of transitioning out of that sort of culture slash mindset. Of course. Right like family, I there are families that definitely get out of it earlier than others. Um I think like like Rafi for for sure like you said yourself that you're gonna have to you're gonna have like an arranged marriage for the for uh like most likely right most likely yeah and like that'll be like your own sort of hurdles to get over that'll be like and that'll be unique to you yep while there's gonna be other dudes who have even bigger hurdles to deal with but hey at the at the bright side like that's something that we as guys can still sit here and be like yeah we we want like a better society where these things are treated as not just unilateral decisions but things that we all figure out together
0: yeah um uh anyone else want to talk about this real quick or can i transition to the next topic
1: yeah we can transition i think great
0: um okay now this this is where we kind of get a little personal what do you feel like is your own mentality in any sort of relationship that you have you know I, i feel like there's a few types there's uh, your friendships, whether, which you have with, uh, you know, the guys. And then you have friendships with, uh, with the girls. And then you have your relationships and then you have familial bonds. Uh, and how do you guys think you are perceived or you attempt to be perceived in those uh, relationships uniquely? Uh, for example, with, uh, there's a lot of things that I don't share with my parents. I think that's true for a lot of us. Uh, and oh that, yeah and that, that 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 might it may be cultural that may just be you know uh that just may that just may be like you know separation of generations whatever whatnot and there's a lot of things i don't share with all of my friends and there's a lot of sh- uh, stuff that i don't share in my relationships i think you try to be perceived differently in every single like version of a relationship like for example with my parents i don't attempt to be Uh, This person, but I have to be, Uh, you know, generally being seen as the old eldest. I mean, I am the eldest Uh, or at least the responsible one. If uh, from what, you know, what my parents expected me, it's I tell them the least amount of problems like they are the people that don't know like the most about what bothers me and what doesn't. And that's I feel like my mentality towards that is because I don't want to be perceived as having problems or being weaker because I need to be respectable. I need to be, uh, you know, I guess for lack of a better term, an heir, the heir to the throne of the family. <laughs> like, and I share the least amount of problems with my family. And then it comes to my friends where I feel like I can share pretty much everything that I want to with the, the people I'm closest to. Um. Because I, for me at least, I don't feel like sharing my problems makes me a weaker man. Um, but maybe instinctually, I, do, I don't share my problems with my parents because I feel like I'm going to be perceived weaker. And then in relationships, I make a comment it's on a that? mix. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think you
2: think you're, you're uh, weaker because you share your problems with your family. I think that you know your parents and your family will perceive you as weaker if you share your problems with them. Because then it's like, wow, he has issues. He must not be doing, you know, everything right, right? Because yeah. um, I think in brown culture, or in our specific culture, we kind of just hold it all in. We don't share these things, because then it shows insecurity and, and weakness. And, you know, men not weak. Man strong.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I feel so. that, yeah. And with I, I feel like the people that I trust the most with my with my best friends is... Uh whether it's advice or anything like that it's 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 the idea of like i just need to air certain things out like i'm not a type yeah. of person to keep a lot in uh i just need to get it out there at least off my chest uh and sometimes like it gets bad like everyone has like the the lowest points in their life and doing it all alone i guess like i try my best to like not be alone when i feel the loneliest
2: Yeah, I think that's that's pretty fair because
3: especially like, I mean, as much as it sucks, like parents sometimes feel like it sometimes feels like you're living like a double life from your from your own parents. right? Like the persona of you they see and they quote unquote know about is almost entirely different from like your persona at work with your friends, with your loved ones, like, like literally everything uh, cumulatively is just different from the double life you live from your family, right? And it's like, it's a pity because in theory, your parents should be like, like, and, and, and this isn't to say that they aren't for everyone, but your parents should be like, that's, that's the people who raised you. They should be the most understanding, arguably, maybe like, if not number one, but somewhere in the top five of like the list of people you can talk to uh or maybe i'm just being really idealistic about that but i think arguably for a lot of us it's not right that's just not how it is because our our parents have expectations of us for which we need to present them a very personalized idealistic version of us that they want to see
0: yeah and like you know i was i know rafi had this in here so i'll let rafi mostly talk about it but uh he he wrote down men who who cry are weak when i it like i mean the thing is the people who see me cry the most are probably gonna have to be my parents even though i tr- like it just doesn't happen at all like often uh because I'm at home obviously like and when there's certain points in my life where like i i just wanna roll up into a ball my parents never like i mean i because I know their response already and I also know uh What they're really going to say. I don't tell them anything. And with with my friends. uh, I've cried in front of my friends. (laughs) I've (laughs) I've cried in front of my friends. Uh, But those are again low points. And I I really want to ask. um, Like in a relationship right. Like I have not. At least a lot of the times. I wrote this down. Uh, I I feel like I diminish my own problems. Or let not diminish. What's the right word? Uh, Is it like, like lower, bottle up
3: slash not minimize, bottle up, minimize, minimize, minimize? Like, thing. I, I minimize
0: yeah. my own problem, like where I'll be like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, I'll take care of it." Well, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna end up taking care of it. Um, but I do it. I don't actually know why I do it. I feel like I do it because I want to minimize my problems and I want to focus on the problems of my significant other. And maybe it's because of. My own perception of myself of you know trying to help someone else, uh, more than I like you know, care about myself, uh, but I do that a lot. Like I've noticed that, like where, you know, problems that really like have been a burden on me or something that I don't really want to talk about, I don't really say anything to my significant others, or at least I feel like, maybe, they're not really that much of a d- big deal to share. I don't know. Have you guys ever done that or experienced yeah. something like that?
2: Yeah, I can definitely hear that- you on. Um I do that mostly because I don't wanna seem like a, a lot to take. Uh, especially when I first meet someone. I I, I I don't wanna feel like I'm too much of a burden. You have a lot of know?
0: baggage.
2: Yeah. Like I I think that's the main reason that I don't do it. You I I mostly feel comfortable doing it after, you know, they do it first. Which is a toxic way of doing it because Yeah. I mean, everyone has
3: issues. right? I mean, it's a good and thing we're all self-aware of thing. this.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, do you guys think yeah, anyway. it has anything to do with you being a guy?
3: I mean, I don't know if the guy part is so much like, I, I'll be honest. I haven't thought. Oh, actually, before we do jump into this, I think Pratik, you were gonna, you are gonna continue your point. I don't want to cut you off real quick.
2: Oh, I forgot my point. Don't worry.
3: Oh, all right. <laughs> um. I don't know how much being a guy plays into it although i'm sure like you know to some extent does but i just personally haven't thought about it that way no but, but i know sorry sorry, oh, sorry really quickly
0: so that you well, have well, this in your head like why is yeah. this you, you think about it or like while you're talking it not like oh just because you're a guy but because you're a guy and like let's say let's for example use the cultural expectation because you're a guy because you have the cultural expectation of uh you know what we talked about uh patriarchy blah blah blah. even if you don't like it uh breadwinner, Stuff like that. Do you think that affects how you, like, you know, interact with your significant other when it comes to showing your own weakness? Like, think about that while, like, while you talk.
3: So, I mean, in terms of, like, uh, just in terms of, like, relationships and stuff, I know I've definitely been guilty of, like, either bottling it up, bottling up or, like, minimizing my own, like, inner, like, conflict slash, like, pressures and whatnot. And... A lot of it sometimes just tends to be because, like, I, I feel like I don't want to burden my significant other with those feelings and problems, right? And it's like, I know that's very much a double standard because, like, if she says... If she wants to talk about something that's upsetting her or if she has something that's bothering her um, or if she just has any quote-unquote, you know, problem, I'll drop whatever to try and help that out. But it's also, like... Like... But for some reason I always inherently have to I always in inherently feel the need to be like, all right, my problems probably aren't a big deal. I don't need to throw them at other people. But at the same time, like I should be, because that's that's a two way street. Right it's
0: it's also for your own health, right? Like, it for is your for your own
3: health, health, right? Like bottling these things up suck because at the end of the day, at, like eventually at one point or another, that bottle will fill up and it will sort of like it'll blow right um or it'll it'll pop or it'll crack and it's like th- that that mo- those moments are never great right and it's like it's it's much healthier to to let it out like talk about it share those things even if i do feel like i'm burdening someone else like if i expect someone to burden me i should it's only fair that i should be able to burden them if that makes sense
0: and i mean i'm gonna share something that like you know I've mentioned it before, and I want to keep it, like, short. Um, and And I'm afraid that I'm going to continue doing that in the future. I'm legitimately afraid that I'm going to still be, like, closed off. Because, unfortunately, in the past, I've had situations in which I've shared my problems. And, yeah, I diminish them. But where they've been minimized or diminished in front of me has affected me greatly. Um, where to an extent where I, at at a certain point in, uh, you know, in my life where I just stopped even talking about any issues that I had, like where it just seemed like I was completely fine 100% of the time. Um, and I don't know if that's ever happened to you. And and like, it, it still affects me to this day where I'm legitimately afraid of ever sharing something with a significant other because of the past of like literally saying it. And it being tossed out the window. And that's as far as I'll go with it. Um, and it's happened. I, I, like, Tamid knows about it. Right. Uh, and and where, where it's made me feel like, oh, I go home and I'm like, what, what, what the fuck just happened? You know? <laughs> uh, right. So I, I'm legitimately afraid that I'm just going to be closed off for however many future relationships or anything like that. And I'm afraid of that person.
3: I mean, I, I, the way I look at it is like there's kind of two parts to it, right? One is that you yourself are already aware of this about yourself, right? so that in it that is already like a big step right if if we sit here and we don't know we're the ones bottling things up, we'll never be able to deal with that problem unless we're we're conscious of it, right? So you've already crossed that first step, so you already have that going for you. But the second part and this kind of the hard one is like it sucks, but being in a relationship means you're like kind of taking a chance on this person right means taking risks of opening up with that person and it's it's such a daunting process but like that is something you're going to inevitably have to confront in terms of like uh like sharing with someone else
0: Uh, you know i I want to like everyone here right have you guys ever had a situation it doesn't matter whether it was, you know, a romantic relationship or, you know, any any situation, but where, you know, you know something is bothering you and this, and you share it and it is diminished in front of you. Has that ever happened and Yes. What did you do? And how did you feel?
2: I so I think that this is inevitably uh I it it is inevitable in any in, in any relationship, right? It's a litmus test. It's an extended one. Um, because if they immediately right off the bat, know how to talk about it in a way that comforts you, um, then, you know, litmus test, ta- litmus test passed. Ooh. Um, but if it, if, if it doesn't go well, if they're, you know, maybe minimizing it or not treating it as, um, if they don't know how to deal with it, right. If they don't know how to deal with you in this, in this situation, maybe they can learn, you know, maybe you guys can communicate, talk about it, see if it, Maybe, you know, it can get better the way she deals with it. If not, you know, a litmus test failed. Um But if yeah, then then it's great. And it works out.
0: Has that ever happened to you?
2: Yes. I don't want to talk about it.
0: I I <laughs> <Understood. Perfect. laughs> <Perfect>, understand. <laughs>
1: anything? All right. Uh, yeah, so, like, uh, you know, you guys are talking about, like, you know, bottling stuff off from, like, your family and stuff. Like, part of the reason why I do that is just because, like, you know, if I tell them something, chances are they either just try to find someone to blame or just blame me for it. So, as a result, I just don't really tell my parents anything anymore. Why are you
0: depressed? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the great one.
1: No, it's just, like, if I find someone I really trust and I feel like they, I trust them a lot, then I'll be more open to them more yeah. than anything.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would say with, with uh, my closest friends, um, uh, like, with you guys and uh, with a bunch of my, like, you know, friends from high school and stuff like that, I generally... I'm not afraid to, like, legitimately share what's bothering me. Um, And whether, 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 like, you know, it's good advice or bad advice, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's some person or someone to uh, help you, no matter which way, how they do it. Yeah. That's fair, yeah. Damn, damn, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can I, can I, I can I make, like, a quick insertion?
0: I expected this. Go ahead.
2: So, about, so... When you're in a relationship, right, or you're maybe in the dating phase for someone, uh, even in the early stages, you always ask other people for help. But the thing is, they don't know the full context, um, so it's always uh it's always hard to give them advice. And I always find it strange that people, you know, ask for advice. And usually, when they ask for things like that, I give them my honest opinion. But I usually uh put a what um a disclaimer saying that like yo, I I don't know what's what's uh happening in the situation you shouldn't take my advice
0: oh so what's the question
2: oh no that's just it oh just in general you get Um, advice from people who don't want to give advice like that happened a lot and um i i feel like also i'm single i've never had like a successful relationship that lasted longer than a, a couple months right but um also i was reminded of it um because i there was a swoozie video that came out uh and he was he brought up the same thing. People keep fucking asking the single people for advice, bro. <laughs> anyway. We can oh, sorry. No, that, that, that's, okay. uh,
0: <laughs> no, no that, the whole advice thing is no no I, I agree. Like if we want to talk about the whole advice thing is um you pull advice from your own personal experience and I mean I, I've said th- I said this when I used to teach. The thing is the best teachers in this world is failure and an experience. Is I've i've gotten advice and i've dodged pretty much all of it until i learned (laughs) i've made the mistake um (laughs) like way too many times um because i mean i'm stubborn uh so so like it'll happen uh where this is true he's very stubborn (laughs) so i just won't listen to someone And, and the thing is at least for me is i know i'm gonna fuck up And I'm willing to fuck up (laughs) because I know that's the only way I'm going to get it in my head. Uh, It's like the whole advice thing is you do it because someone asks. But whether they follow it or not is up to them. And if they choose not to and they make a mistake and they fuck up, then again, they have to learn from it. You know, one of the biggest like I feel like uh, pet peeves I have is someone who is not willing to take risks.
3: Like for your own like when like what your you're looking benefit. for in a significant other oh, okay. I'm saying in,
0: in, in, like in, in general. Like you know, if I if I like if I'm talking to someone, right, and it's just it's not like oh I haven't experienced something, it's the making the uh voluntary choice like, oh I'm not gonna do it because I feel like I can't. Right. i feel like such a pet peeve. I, I like it's just like, bro, Just try. (laughs) Just try it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And that goes to anything. Whether it's like, bro, let's go snowboarding. Like, nah, bro, I can't do it. Like, what do you mean you can't do it? Have you ever tried it? Like, I still suck at it. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. It's just a small pet peeve of mine.
3: You know, that's interesting. I'm actually now curious about, like, like everyone's pet peeves in a relationship. Or, like, what they think would bother them the most. Like, like, critique. What would bother you the most in a relationship? Wow. If they
2: had a penis. Oh uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Right. Moving. Uh, uh, exactly. uh, okay. Reasonable. If that's number one, come back to me? what's number come back three? To me? Okay. Okay. No, I'm okay. How about? about it, how about? I'll I'll so give long. you guys time to think. I'm gonna just share a thing. Right. Like for me, about. it's always been like uh like an important thing for me in a relationship is being able to share. Right. Being being comfortable and feeling like you know for uh at at risk of sounding like a complete weenie. Right. Feeling safe. To share, oh. right? Oh. <laughs> Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, hard pivot again. Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Like, I, I feel like I'm, like, all right. Just for anyone who doesn't know who's listening, I'm currently in a relationship, and, uh, like, you know, for the sake of this is a podcast, I'm just gonna give like a, a pseudonym, right? We'll, we'll, we'll say her name is Layla, right? Just for the sake um. of here's a name, here's a name, right? Jesus.
0: oh yeah go ahead what do you want to say
3: uh what i'm trying to get at is like like she does a great job of being like all right you're gonna say something whether it's serious or dumb like say it right don't hold it in right Mm. she does a great job of that and that's something that i very much value because that's not something that i feel like someone can take for granted because it's so easy to be like oh here are all of my interests and or like deeper thoughts that i'm just never gonna share because i either feel like it's irrelevant to you or i feel like it'll bother bother you or be burdensome but you are open to it so i am just even more down for you than i was before right so like that's something that like Mm -hmm. in a relationship that's super important to me and that's something i feel like i'm i'm happy to feel like i have right so i'm a Pivot back again to either Rafi or Pratik, whichever one of you wants to grab Rafi, go. <laughs> uh,
1: oh. Okay, it's just throw me right at it. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Like, I've never really had to think about it. I guess, like, I guess one thing that I guess sort of bothers me is like, uh, I guess sort of based off of what Timmy is saying. Like, you know how you talk to some people and they're like, uh, um, oh, and there, it seems like there's something bothering them, and they probably want to share with it, but then when you ask them about it, and then they just don't try opening up about it even though like it's obvious that you know
3: just just like the the stereotypical like hey what's wrong nothing
1: oh nothing (laughs) but like it's obvious that they there's something bothering them and like they're showing they're they're showing that's bothering them but like they still don't want to talk about it but then why are you still trying to talk to me
3: that's perfectly reasonable critique buddy (laughs) you 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 ready over there
0: you got
2: probably not but i'll start babbling um, I do agree with what <laughs> Rafi said. At least he knows. <laughs> yeah. I do agree with what Rafi said. Communication, um, well that shit specifically where it's like, oh no, nothing's bothering me. And I feel like that's a very stereotypical response. But it's fucking true. Jesus Christ. And it's even the, it's even true with my, my friendships. Uh, some people will have issues and they just won't want to say it, right? I would rather they say I don't want to talk about it than Oh, nothing! Oh God, okay. Um,
0: when it's completely obvious.
2: Yeah, yeah, bro.
3: Come on. I off that for a second because, kind of going back to what we were saying before, isn't? Aren't we also guilty of that yeah, whenever we, we feel like we bottle up the things we don't yeah, want to talk about? Right? 100% like,
1: are. yeah, <laughs> right. I like, like a lot of the, the, the nothing dislike...
3: is is such a meme, Sorry. right? For like, oh, girls do that all the time. But at the same time, it's like we just the four of us here have just been talking about how much it's so easy, how easy it is for us to bottle up what we're thinking about or what's bothering us or whatever like thoughts and feelings we're having. And it's like, it might even not just be like a stereotypical relationship thing, but just like a, like a general sense of not wanting to share with others unless you really get over those walls that you, you put up for yourself.
2: I think the things that we dislike about ourselves, we also dislike in our partners yeah. and our, our uh, circle. That's well, the, really interesting. Yeah, I've never
3: actually thought about that. That's, that's very projecting. interesting. Well, this, I this mean, is... well,
2: I don't know if it's true for everyone. I know it's true for me. What Do you want to
3: give any? Would you care to share, or is there? Is it like very personal?
2: Well, I no. I mean, uh, even with the thing where where uh, I know there's something wrong, um, but I don't want to talk about it. Right. Rather than saying I don't want to talk about it yet, my dumbass says, nah nothing." <laughs> I'm so stupid, bro.
3: So anyway, because your dumb ass says not thing. nothing, you get bothered when someone else also says not yeah. nothing's bothered. Well, So
2: recently what I started doing is I started uh, saying I'm not ready to talk about it yet instead of nothing. That hmm. oh, that way, like, um, it kind of opens, it kind of like creeps the door open a little bit rather than slamming it in their face when that, they're trying to help me. That's about. I feel like that's, like that's very rude. That's so. pretty so healthy. That's honestly ask- a healthy
3: way to go about it.
2: Um you know me, I'm all about health.
0: You know what Prateek said is going to make me sound like a complete dickhead right now? <laughs> Do it. Uh, no, no, it's it's not not too bad. But uh like when we were saying like pet peeves, I would say in a relationship, I think. And if this is a if this is me projecting, well, holy shit, I'm a terrible human being. But it's uh when I share something that I'm into, like I don't care if some like, if my significant other is just not into it. It's not seeing or like it, I guess it's like
3: is not it like really complete
0: can't... apathy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like straight up complete apathy or just lack of even giving a single fuck about what it is, right? Of like uh like oh I I'm into like hip hop. I like this artist, I like that artist, and uh, you know, and the two weeks from now you don't remember a single thing that I said. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Like where, where it legitimately like it's just like, so did you just not listen to me at all? And then that what, what Pratik what said makes me think it's like, wait. Do I not listen to what my partner's there? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but I, don't, I think I think I think I do. I I mean, I hopefully I do. If I don't, uh, future girlfriend, please tell me.
3: <laughs> no, I totally I totally get you on that because it's like you know, two people coming together. You're gonna have you know there might be there's definitely gonna be some interests you have in common, but there's gonna be stuff that one side is into that one isn't and vice versa, right? Yeah but i think sort of just being open to each other's interests whether it be uh just hearing about it or experiencing some of it with them right is definitely a pretty large part of a relationship or at least a a pretty healthy aspect of a relationship right because like hey if there's a if this person that i care about is spending that much time you know uh or cares this much about certain movies or uh certain Season or something like that, right? It's like, yeah, I I want to take part in that. You you you'd like it? You think it's cool? Cool. Let me find out more and see why you think it's cool because I'm down to uh I'm down to be part of this, right? I'm down to be part with like partners with you, so I'm down to be part of this, right? Like it kind of it's it, it's a nice two way street to have, and if that's not there, or if it's a one way street where you're trying to be part of you know, your partner's life or their interests, and it's not so much the other way around, it can feel lopsided. So I get where you're coming from on that.
0: I mean, like, and like, you know, and that's like an issue I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like that happens a lot more in romantic relationships than it does with friendships. Because I feel like at least with close friends, it's like, like, Yo, bro! I tell To about the dumbest shit that I do, or, or like I'll tell you guys when there are watch. some
3: really dumb things,
0: <laughs> like, or like, <laughs> like, or 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 like you know, like something new that I picked up or something new that I tried, right? Like, like for example, like boxing. I that that happened recently, like, right? Like I, I started boxing a year ago and I love it, right? If I went to meet and I told him, like, Yo, bro! I just started boxing. He's like, I bet. That's chill. Like I'll be like. What the fuck bro like you want talk about it or something right, but right. like you know i, I like don't show
3: have... some amount of interest because like i like taking the boxing for example yeah. i assume you don't immediately expect whoever like like let's like let's take me for example right you don't immediately expect me to say oh you're doing boxing i'll drop everything to sign up with you yeah i don't right? expect that but like to show some degree of interest
0: yeah yeah exactly and i feel like with friends it doesn't happen where they just forget about the next week you know. Right. I don't know why that's very unique to relationships. Or at least it potentially could be unique to relationships.
3: Maybe just I mean for relationships could also just be like you talk to that person a lot. A lot is yeah, shared, a lot is said. That is true. Right. <laughs> so like there's retention is also its own separate like uh quote unquote challenge of like making sure you remember everything that's said.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I it's the, the crux of it is um for me at least it's it's a, if it's something like that I'm passionate about, it feels like a like a stab in the heart. Where it's like, man, I, I kind of really liked it, so like you just forgot about it what the fuck. <laughs> uh, but sorry that yeah that <laughs> that that's what I was trying to get into Ugh. I think
2: there's uh there's it's probably just an issue like not knowing what to what to set up as like, uh, hey, this is important. I need to remember this, and uh, I can forget about this. It's not that big. It's not that big a deal because that kind of happens with my brother and me. Like, we'll tell each other really important things. Um, it actually happened today. Um, and and he just forgot that I even said it. And then, you know, I, I was, like, really confused because it was a huge deal in my life. And he was like, oh, shit, did this really happen? And, uh, yeah. So I think it just might be, like, a... Yeah, it, it's, yeah
0: it's a retention. Retention. You know, I, fully, yeah, yeah, I, I right. fully get that. Like, I, yeah, I I think fully do.
3: One thing I will say is that, and I might be, I might definitely be projecting here, right? I would argue there's a small difference between like, or not small, but like a slight difference here in terms of like, forgetting what someone was talking about when in relation to something they're interested to, compared to being like completely sort of like apathetic or just disinterested in it.
0: If oh, that makes sense,
3: yeah. right? Like, yeah. like the best way I'd, uh, for the sake of an example, like if Nakib, I ask you about your boxing stuff, like I'm still interested in it, but then if like a week or two weeks from now, I forgot what you had said exactly because. I'm not as familiar with it, and I don't remember it. That's a bit. That's less of a sin as opposed to, to me. Hey, I signed up for boxing. Cool. Uh, you do that thing from the other week I asked you for, right? Like, like, like (laughs) complete, just like sandbagging, disinterested. Like, stop wasting my time with your breath right now. Yeah, I guess.
0: I mean, I guess I put it like in in, like uh, poorly. I I guess I put it poorly. Yeah, I'm I'm. Uh, the thing is, it is the apathy. I think like. The the forgetting is like the what you see, more or less. Like it's mm-hmm. like um the forget and then like oh, I'm not saying like oh you forgot like some small thing I said, like oh this was my favorite song off this album. Like You, you forgot, forgot
3: blue that. eyes is my favorite <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh card? How could yeah. you? That's also not true, but yeah. how could you? Yeah, but like
0: that's not what I'm talking about. I'm yeah, I'm talking about like the fact that like if if I say something or like if I say something or talk about something I'm passionate about or if someone, like, say, if someone's talking to me about something they're passionate about, I want to know more. I want to know why they're interested in it, right? If that mm-hmm. doesn't, like, if I'm talking about something that I love, I don't want to sit there and just give a lecture. You know, mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or, like, feel like I'm giving a lecture. Um, no, that makes that
3: makes a lot of sense. Like, for it to not feel like a one-sided conversation where you're just, like, talking to yourself.
0: Yeah, essentially. Uh, okay, so... Uh, I I think we we've we've tackled this a little uh pretty well. I have uh an interesting uh, I remember reading this uh small thing again on Reddit. Um, and I was talking to To meet about it. I think like a few days ago, uh, someone uh I think it was this girl on Reddit. She was saying like my like her boyfriend put her his like uh head on her lap and she started playing with his hair and all of a sudden he started crying. Um. Pussy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no. Uh...
3: Pratik is a toxic masculinity. No, 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 wait, 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 they're lying, they're lying. Everyone listening, they're lying. I don't know if I'm lying when Pratik just said it. Uh... He forgot, he forgot,
2: because we talked about this before, and I openly admit it, it... I would probably cry if that
3: happened.
0: Um, All right, anyway, let's let Nikki finish the prompt. We haven't gone two seconds. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, do you guys think, how would you react in that situation? Like, do you think that men in general are... In certain situations, like, you know, somewhat emotionally, like, I guess, deprived. I, I don't know if that's the right word. Um, like, for example, thought- like, for example, really quickly, it's like, I know like this happens to like this you hear about all the time. Like, for example, say if someone gets a compliment, like a guy gets a compliment. The whole meme is like, yo, that compliment will I will ride that for the rest of the year right like that's not fake like that's so like that's straight up true true. like it's straight up true right like where you get a compliment whether it's the way you look whether it's the way you like you know uh something cool that you do bro that that wave you ride that for the rest of the year and mostly the consensus is because you don't really hear it that often so what do you guys think about this i agree with it Like, like you you were gonna say something like you Yeah, yeah, that,
3: yeah, I I sorry, I, I want to like back off for a second because I feel like I've been talking too damn much. But like uh I think the biggest thing for someone like that is like as far as like 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 getting compliments and whatnot, like I, I won't disagree with that for a second. Like I get a compliment for my outfit or how I look. It's like That's it. My day's been made, I'm gonna remember that.
0: That's my right?
3: mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. At, at minimum, it's like these twenty-four hours. Some, a good thing happened, right? Um, I think
2: it hits different when, it, when, it, when it's from a pretty girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that for your answer. <laughs> I'm just saying that in general, whether it be pretty girl, loved one, or just a random stranger. Although the random stranger ones Ooh. are fun, because yeah, it's like yeah. the random stranger, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. You super could have just spent your whole life just walking by and just keep that thought in your head, but you voiced it, so... Thank you extra for that you one. Know, I, was, right?
0: I was in the key food parking lot during quarantine because I needed to get groceries and some guy was like, yo, bro, I really like your hair. And then he proceeded to ask me for money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay see that i don't know what you're gonna do about that give him how, how, how much of a net gain on your self-esteem is that because it's like a like oh,
0: a plus five
3: air, like a minus three because he wanted money from you so like
0: it's a win in my book
3: it's still a plus it's still a net gain right like
1: i mean the compliment is a compliment right <laughs> you don't have to give the guy money
3: oh oh man that's i mean okay, i didn't that... i didn't give the exactly <laughs> so then that game <laughs> so wait, wait, wait that means that guy only lost right like yeah, yeah, he yeah, took yeah. the risk on like you know, i'm gonna talk to this random guy <laughs> and up, trying to squeeze some cash out of him. <laughs> that's rough all right but but quick pivot back to nakib's question right it's like there, there is like a yeah you know, i i'm joking about the toxic toxic masculinity and how much pratique is a problem in today's society right that <laughs> really can be debated not. another day but oh like it there is, is the that issue of like you know that persona of masculinity that like you know men can't be vulnerable and can't share their feelings and you know like crying especially is seen as like a you know quote unquote bitch move right <laughs> and it's like you can, Everyone can have their own personal feelings toward this, but it's like, you got emotions whether you like them or not, right? And sharing them is a really healthy thing to do, right? Like, that. Like I don't want to be saying this like as if I'm, you know, coming up with the uh, theory of relativity you here as, like, groundbreaking life. material. You figured right? out happiness. Exactly, right? Like, this is not new information, but it's, like, it's something that needs to be said because it's so easy to just be like, it's so it's so commonly accepted that it's, like, emotions from men? Get that shit out of here, right? That's not a thing. But, yeah, that's the sort of, like, my two cents on it. Uh, real quick, compliments from anybody? I'll take that in a heartbeat. Like, hey, you, you noticed the thing I did nice? You like it? I like it, too? I'm definitely going to do that more, right? The opposite yeah, is also right. true, where I remember in high school, this happened to me twice where I would wear this shirt I had never worn before to high school, right? I'd get one person to make fun of me, I would never wear that shirt again. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah, shirt yeah. <laughs> never came out of my closet after that first date. I think that's right? a high and school was, thing,
0: though. I think that's a high school thing. It feel might like be now, a high school thing. It might definitely more be, like, like, like a, I'm
3: more vulnerable in a high school situation type of thing.
0: Like, nowadays, it's more like, yo, bro, I'm just giving it a shot. If it works, it works. You know, like, for example, recently, like, in the summer, I haven't done it yet, but I really want to, uh, wear a lot more floral. I don't know why. Mm. I really just, I've been, like, really in love with floral for the last, like, year or so so i really want to like buy floral and wear it like in the summer
3: like dad hawaii vacation no no, 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 no not not, not hawaii. dad hawaii. i know exactly what you're talking about because uh like i'll i'll just jump in here for a second too i've also been getting slowly more and more into floral over the past like year or so and like floral on dudes like i don't know if it's like a like a pink on dudes type of thing or it's like oh, know, quote, unquote, real men were pink type of thing right i but, love but, pink. like a floral a nice subtle floral print on dudes looks so clean
0: right yeah yeah, yeah, like
3: a nice like let's say like a white or a sky blue or or even like a black right with like a nice subtle floral print that isn't like obnoxious and isn't like a like that sort of Louis Vuitton all over your shirt type of print Paisley (laughs) exactly yeah yeah that isn't Paisley like I mean Paisley has its own place but yeah that isn't Paisley like more subtle is what I'm imagining like that's a look that a lot of dudes could benefit from
0: um, like to me, no, I love pink, you know, to me really like, you know, I love my pink shirts and I it's really true, need to buy true. some more, but yeah, like I just, I just really want to try it. <laughs>
1: it's really, yeah. would... I've been trying to get into like lighter colors now. So like, usually I'm all like navy gray and black and all that, but not mm-hmm. like pastels. Like, you know,
0: okay, sleep green, on pastels. pink, yeah.
1: you know, like a lavender.
0: I would say generally my style is like all black, blacked out all the time. I'd say I wear a lot of black, but uh, you know. from time to time, I'll bust out some different shit, and I feel like I should expand. Honestly, the wardrobe has been looking a little stale recently, and I've been broke, so I should really do some shopping.
3: (laughs) I'll be honest, with quarantine and coronavirus, right, like, I mean, if anyone's listening to this, like, a year or two years from now or whatever, like, I don't know if you forgot, we're all sitting at home for, like, eight months on end, right, like... I'm Not going anywhere. <sighs> my wardrobe has not changed. I haven't bought anything new. I'm just doing my best with rehashing whatever I got.
0: We've gotten on topic. What were we talking about? Super oh, off topic. Actually, Although
3: I'm yes, okay with this tangent. About- I don't
0: know. I uh, I
3: I have I have a story. Um I got so
2: back to the meme about um what's it called? Uh when a guy gets um, a compliment, he will it'll, it'll be the highlight of his rear uh, of his year, or he'll remember it for a year, right? Uh I remember <laughs> in like twenty thirteen, I went to a Denny's I was waiting for my friends to arrive, right? I just call. I, I just uh, walked up to the front, um, and I got a table. That's it. And there was a lady behind me also wa- waiting. Um, and she's she was like this pretty uh, lady, right? And um, I kind of just noticed <laughs> that she was pretty Fuddle. and like really ass, subtle. She was very attractive, and my awkward ass was like, "All right, take out the phone and start looking at nothing. Just kill time. Don't look anywhere but her." Um, and then she she uh she called me and then she said hey you have really nice hair it's so uh shiny and luscious dude i still remember this in i mean yeah 2020, you're talking about it. almost 2021 it, it was back in 2013 just like the, that one sentence holy fuck dude i felt so happy the rest of the day was definitely mid, but like randomly <laughs> i would just uh I, I would just remember these uh remember things like this
3: and it would just make me happy so, so I love you guys... the idea. Oh, sorry, no, please.
0: I me, mean, mine's a question. So go ahead.
3: Oh, okay. I was just gonna give a quick comment of I love the idea of that one moment stuck with critique for almost seven years, and like and it... <laughs> because it's already been seven years, I don't think it's going anywhere. So like, no, not... you know how people say like before you die, your life flashed before your uh, like your life flashes before your be there. eyes. That's right? like, be there. Like, it'll definitely make a cameo. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, that woman, one. that compliment, his hair, that feeling of, like, oh, my God, my hair looks great. <laughs> like, it's definitely going to pop up. But that's I'm just sure, what I want. you know,
2: as I go through the stages of dementia and all that shit, uh, the story will probably change a little bit. But it will it will always be that a pretty lady uh, complimented my hair. That's all <laughs> I
3: need. That's all I, the I dementia need. gets really bad, like, you think you'll get to a point where you're, like... You're that's just... You, you, know. you think that's you're sense. being complimented when nobody's there?
1: <laughs> that's all he perceives. That's kind of <laughs> dark,
3: isn't it? But, yeah, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> like, that'll be, like, a memory his ailing mind holds to. Oh, my God.
0: Um, but anyways, uh, the key, please. <laughs> I was gonna ask... Why do you guys think that's the case? Because I've never really, um... First of all, thought of it. Second of all, I've never, like... I wish, I wish we had, like, a... Like, a girl on the podcast. Maybe eventually. Um... But I I wonder if something similar is is there for women or like, why do you guys think that's the case? Because it's always been like, at least online, whenever you see it, it's always like, it's a guy, like a a guy will write that compliment.
3: I think at its most basic, it's just sort of like the perceived scarcity of it, right? Like not to get into economics, but like supply and demands type of thing where it's like, (laughs) hey, You don't get complimented very often, but when you do, you treasure it, right? Like just a very simple principle of like it just doesn't happen a lot sometimes, right? Or like maybe you are trying, maybe you are trying to look good, or you're just taking, you're just putting in what you consider as a normal amount of effort, but like for that effort to be noticed by someone else is like, hey, that's cool, that's great. Like you know you 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 feel a little better, yeah, your insides are a little warmer, you sit up a little straighter, and you're like, yeah. And, you know, I do deserve that compliment.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Like, it, and and the thing is, it's also like, even if you get it from like your friends, right? Like, even if you get it from your friends. Like, I remember, and this was like, like with saw so- with being in high school, all the stories are a little um, exact, not exaggerated, but like because you were in high school, you feel uh, like your feeling is a lot more heightened because you know puberty hormones, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I think like sophomore year, I I started like. Actually, giving a shit about what I wore to school and like you know, like I was trying cardigans. I remember a lot in in sophomore year. And this was funny because I was this day like I was I out of my mind because I took a nettle box. But uh, nice. The pictures the pictures still online. Um, but like one of my friends was like, "Hey, you look great today. You want to take a picture?" And it was a friend of mine, right? Like, and <laughs> I mean, he, my ass was. So, like clapped right <laughs> but i still remember like yeah she asked me to take a picture and then just because what i wore something a little nicer <laughs> but me being high is <laughs> that's, a that's a different i don't think gonna, it really matters i'm
2: gonna quickly tangent this away before you uh so i think girls are able to uh ride compliments as well i just think it depends on the source like if another guy on the street was like, Hey, nice ass, you know, they're not going to be like, Oh my God, he complimented me. Thank fucking God. Otherwise. Yeah,
3: yeah, just screw that guy.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's a fucking cat call. But I think like, you know, if, if, uh, if someone that they're really into was like, Hey, you look really nice in that dress or like, or like you look really great today. Right. Um, something, so, so someone that they're, um, Maybe it's someone who's really attractive. Maybe it's like, uh, like a really, uh, a person who's also dressed really well. I think they can ride that wave too. Um, I do kind of want to like fact check this. If anyone is listening still and they think I'm stupid, please let me know.
0: Message me. <laughs> I'll message you. Um, no, right no. now, chill. Uh, but. You know, that's emotional, like, I guess that's more, you know, the emotional, um, affection, right? Compliments. Uh. Right. Oh. What about what I mentioned at the- Are beginning about physical? I, what about what I mentioned in the very beginning? That story, uh, and I've heard it multiple times, actually. You know, or like, like,
3: the, the crying, yeah. putting your head on lap?
0: Yeah, and, uh, like, and, like, her playing with your hair. Like, something as simple as that. Like, I've, I've seen it, or, like, read it multiple times. Um, I
3: think you could also kind of like the same logic that I said before kind of applies here. Of like, it's it's not common because we live in in a culture that's like I mean it's still dealing with it and trying to make it less of a problem. But sort of like this idea of like you know if you're a man you have certain masculine expectations, right? Um, it's especially for the the, the example you gave in the beginning. It's not that common to be around people or to finally put those walls down and feel vulnerable around someone. Right? So it's like it's understandable why someone would just sort of like why the emotions would sort of swell up in a moment like that. At least the way I'm I'm thinking about it.
0: Um you know, it's purely anec like from my own experience and this this is I would say generally true from uh, again, in in a brown community, we're pulling this a lot from our own culture. Growing up, and I also read this like like you know also recently like a a certain thing I'll mention in a second. Uh, but growing up, the love that your parents really show you uh, in our households is not physical, it's not verbal. It's generally what they do. It's always our actions in our households, right? Like I don't I, my parents don't tell me they love me, and I don't tell my parents I love them. But I know because of how much was given to me, how much was done for me, how much was sacrificed for the betterment of my future. And because of that, a lot of men don't get to experience, like, honestly, just touch, like, you know, human connection. Like, bro, I mean, now that you're confident in your own, like, you know, uh, physical body, like, bro, I, I had a tough time hugging people. Because, oh, I know what you mean. Right? Like, I felt weird.
3: You guys ever have else. that? I'm gonna jump in for a second. You guys ever have that phase where you used to, like, suck in your stomach yeah, while yeah, you yeah. hug someone because yeah. you don't want your gut to touch them? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, you feel yeah, repulsed sir. by your own body because, you know, uh, body dysmorphia type of self consciousness type of thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Wait, no? Was that no?
3: Rafi just do not give a fuck. Rafi's been a he slim joke for a while. <laughs> Rafi
0: do not give a hoot.
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> also just a slim person, okay?
0: So.
3: <laughs> Rafi's like,
0: there's not much. I
3: had a really much rough end, okay? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm saying that from my own personal experience because I had a really rough, <laughs> like, fat phase. I am still fat, so. Thick <laughs> I'm still fat. Dick boy. I'm
0: still fat. I think
3: I'm getting back to because quarantine, but that's a separate
2: conversation. Um, I think we all got hit by
0: quarantine yeah, pretty bad. But, um.
2: You know, aside from Rafi. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, please, Nikita. Um, what was, uh, I was saying, um, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, uh, I, was I was saying, um, yeah, like, I, yeah, like, I even felt awkward having someone put their head on my shoulder, like, on the bus, or, like, even touching someone else's hand, whether it was by accident or not. Now I don't give a shit. I hold Tamit's hand unabashedly. I'm kidding. He doesn't <laughs> let me do that. Um,
3: I no, don't but he still touches me and it's wait still weird wait, wait. every time.
0: What the f Okay, get back what to the topic! Wait a second. Before I I can I, can, I can I can blow Send a spot help. here. I can blow a spot here. Oh
1: handholding is a sign of friendship, okay? Here,
3: yeah, I, I, I mean no no, no. real f- friendship is pinkies. Remember that's <laughs> tough guy <laughs> hand holding right there.
0: Uh, I can blow up to mean spot, but I won't But anyway. but I won't. But I, won't. <laughs> um, I will take this out. <laughs> But, uh, so, like, you know, and and maybe that's just uh, purely because of, you don't understand, uh, like, at least, like, for a lot of people, you don't really understand what physical affection legitimately is until you really feel it for the first time, right? And I'm not talking about, like, arousal, right? Like, I'm not talking about that. It's the raw emotion, of uh, like, the raw feeling of pure affection is a lot of guys just don't experience it like true love, I guess.
2: I think uh, being on someone's lap and having them, uh, you know, play with your hair and being affectionate and, you know, saying whatever they, they say, I I think it's just uh, putting yourself in a, it, it's a very vulnerable position, right? I think it's the same as, um I think it works the same way as when you're te- telling someone something that, uh, you know, puts you at a, in a very vulnerable position as well, like saying you know how when you're, you know, in a really tough situation and you're explaining it to someone and you just break down. Yeah, you're putting yourself in a vo- a very vulnerable position. I think the same thing when you, you know, you're in someone else's arms, or, or like their their lap. I think it's just the feeling of vulnerability and feeling safe with their response. Yeah. I guess.
3: Yeah. No, that's that's perfectly understandable.
0: Anyone want to say anything?
1: Like, if I were to add something, like uh, in terms of like showing affection like uh i'm like the oldest in my family right like there's for pretty much everyone else is younger than me like my brothers my cousins and everyone so like um in terms of like showing affection like some of my cousins they always say like oh like when my when i grew my hair out they're always like oh let me tie up your hair and like you know i could have been like addicted to them and be like no don't do that I, I don't like that but like i don't know it's just like i guess it's nice to know like they're so like comfortable with me that they're like
0: they want to like tie up my hair It's always nice to see that shitty little man bun when you grow out your hair. Yeah, when your cousin's like, you have so much hair, let me comb it. And let me put my, like, hair hair tie on it. And I'm like, what? Fine, by all means, go ahead. Sure, go right (laughs) ahead. Have fun. Yeah, like, uh, I remember the first time, like, uh, I grew my beard. And I was like, I was like hugging my little cousin. She was like, oh, your face is itchy. And then like, I went back and I just like scrubbed my head. Like I scrubbed my face on her. And then after that, every five seconds, she'd come up and just like hold my face. It was very cute.
3: It's just a weird way to. Yeah, it's like asserting dominance over that tiny child.
0: What? <laughs> Here's my scruffy face. Here's
3: my face. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, my,
1: my little nephew would, like, grab my beard, and they just... I don't know. He was just curious to see my beard, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always very interesting. Uh, <laughs> anyone that want to talk about anything else?
3: I think I'm good. I've I've shared my heart's content here. How about you guys? Fatigue, Ruffy?
2: Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. All
3: right, this guys. was a very introspective podcast, for Got sure, it. right? Yeah. Like... Episode one, we hit it with the news and politics. This was going deep inside rather than outside. Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, we talk about pretty much whatever the hell we want <laughs> until someone stops us. Fair, fair. Um, well, this has been a great start to Movember. Uh, we're going to be talking about men's health every now and then anyway, you know, with your own stories and stuff like that. Uh, but I think this has been a great uh, addition to what we've done so far. Uh, Next week, we get back, uh, or at least what we really wanted to, you know, talk about on this podcast is uh, philosophical topics. Next week, we talk about the ship of Theseus, uh, that concept, at least the the concept of the ship of Theseus, and I'm not really going to say what it really is, uh, so I'll save it for next week. Uh, And it should be a a very interesting conversation considering so many perspectives on that topic, and that's kind of the way we want to go. So thank you everyone who's gotten to this point, and uh, be sure to catch us next week. Or uh, how can you be real if I'm not? We got to workshop that one. Yeah, we, we, we got to work on oh, that. That's <laughs> Anyone who
3: made it to this point, yeah, this is probably topical with what we talked about today, right? Going Anyone who up. made it to this point, you got a great smile.
0: Oh, I actually wanted to. I remember I wanted to say something. Anyone out there who has a very like you know close friend. Uh, and specifically because we're talking about men's uh, men's health, like guy, you know, someone that you're really close to, whether it's your significant other, whether it's your best friend, go out there, shoot him a call, call, don't text him, tell him that you love him, tell him that he means something to you. It'll help him, it'll make his day, it'll make his fucking year. Go out and do that. That is my message for this podcast. Thank you. That's so, a good way to this. Thank you everyone for listening. Catch us next week for episode four of the Be Like That podcast. Do Thank